0: Welcome, Welcome to, Kicking, to it Kicking, it with Kevin. Kicking It With Kevin, a podcast for parents by Kevin Noviello. This podcast is all about the pains and struggles of parenting. Get tips and tools to help you build your child's confidence, self-esteem, and social skills. Through this podcast, Kevin aims to give one child, one parent, one family, the confidence and social skills to communicate with anyone. Ready to get, get, started. Started. Get, started. Get, started. get started, Here's your host, Kevin, Kevin Noviello.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Kicking It With Kevin, a podcast for parents. I'm your host, Kevin Noviello. Today's sponsor is my book, First Day Best Friends, a parent's guide to conquering your child's social anxiety and making friends fast. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's sold on Amazon, or you can go to my website at gsakenpo.com. This book is for parents and families. It's intended to help you help your child become more social and have a stronger interaction with others and make friends fast. Before we get into our episode, let's hear from our sponsor.
0: Need a guide on conquering your child's social anxiety? Get Kevin's book, First Day Best Friends, available at gsakenpo.com.
1: All right, everyone. Welcome back. Episode two. The title is, Do You Know Your Child's Superpowers? I truly believe, deep down inside, that we all want to be superheroes with our superpowers. Now, parents, do you know your child's superpowers? Do you know your superpowers? Can you identify your child's superpowers? If I was to ask you or challenge you, could you name off three in 30 seconds of what your child's superpowers are? If not... I want to give you a little insight on what I recognize with my children. So my son, he loves soccer. He dedicates his time to it. He puts his energy into it. He practices it. And it's the main sport that he plays all the time. Right. And always looking at his ability that he's always trying to get better. You know, that's one of his traits that he's always trying to work hard, always making sure that he puts the time into it. He's practicing. But also, he's very detail orientated when I ask him about how his day went, he'll explain into detail what he did in class to the T. Like sometimes I had to say, listen, do me a favor. Give me the five minute conversation, not the 25 minute conversation. And we both have a laugh about it. And he also has a phenomenal memory. I mean, he remembers things when he's three, four five years old. Now that he's much older and it's amazing. He's able to do that. Sometimes me and my wife look at each other. It's like, wow, how did he even remember that? Like, we had a thick back about that, you know? And then we have to question ourselves did we really do it? And then we end up finding out that we really did. So it's amazing that he has that persona about it, right? And then I go into my daughter. She loves softball. She loves to put the time into it. She's always practicing her hitting, making sure that she's always having good form. She's always putting the time into being as best she could at softball, right? But another part of her is her creativity. She's able to create things, man. She's like a MacGyver. She's able to come up with contraptions or up some designs. She's very creative in that way with arts and crafts and so forth. She's very creative in making her understand that it's okay to have a free mind of being creative. She's really taking that to the next level. And those are some of the superpowers that I really realize that my children both have. Now, parents, you can't tell me that you're too busy to recognize your child's superpowers. Because observation has to be key in order to create a great bond with your child. Knowing their great things that they're passionate about is going to have a better relationship down the road. But if you're always saying to yourself, it's too busy, or I guess he likes that and so forth, or when I was a kid, one time a, a gentleman was fixing a, a house up, and I had a, a goalie pitcher, poster, excuse me, on the wall. And you know my father ended up saying, yeah, I think he plays hockey. He plays goalie. Something like that. I don't want to be that scenario and I don't want to make sure that I'm with that and my wife's not like that with my children because we want to know as much as we can about them. We're not trying to be helicopter parent, but we want to make sure that we're involved in our children's life every single day. And yes, there's times that they don't want to explain anything, but we're still going to ask questions because we still want to know what they're all about and what their opinions are of the day. What are they observing? I mean, there's so much stuff going on in the world. What is their thought? What is their understanding? Or what is their point of view what they're looking at, at the world? And it's super important to do that. And listen, parents, also, your superpowers might be not to be the same as your child's superpowers. Don't resent that. Don't push it off. Don't try to change them. Yes, we are the biggest influencers in our child's life. But we want to make sure that we don't go overboard and try to push... Our superpowers onto our child's because it might not always fit. And that's super important. And I'm going to give you an example. Now, I grew up in a household with physical contact sports. What do I mean by that? So I played football, I played hockey, I did martial arts. Yes, I did baseball too. And for me, a sport that wasn't really recognized in our household when I was a kid was soccer. I'm going to be honest with you, we called it the sissy sport. Now, listen, I know that soccer is a physical sport. Okay, but when you come from tackling someone, hitting someone, right, body checking them, or obviously doing martial arts, that contact it's is at a whole other level, right? You know, obviously my son, as he's growing older, he's, you know, want to get into sports. And so he comes and says to me, my wife, well, I want to play soccer. And I was like, Soccer? Now I could easily say, Well, we're not gonna do soccer in the household. I'm like, okay, so I'm always willing to try something new. I always think it's important for them to experience what they want to do in life. And then by the time they're in their teenagers, we have to figure out which path they're going to go to. So then I'm like saying to myself, man, soccer of all sports, I'm going to have to watch this. But then I said, okay, I had to come in with an open mind. It wasn't one I wanted him for superpowers. I wanted him to have other superpowers. Now he still does martial arts, so I'm still in the win column there, so it, it's okay. But the, the unique thing was is that I wanted to make sure that he had fun, watching his confidence grow. Super important. And he was thriving. He was he, he was excelling at it. He was having fun with it. And guess what? I wanted to bring his superpowers to the next level. I got involved in coaching. I started with rec. I started doing travel and so forth. I was giving back to the community. I was coaching his teams. It was a great experience. And the only thing is, is that, I'll be honest with you, when I was coaching, I used hockey terms and not soccer terms when coaching, but we had fun. We we won some games, more on our fair share, but it was a great overall experience. But to the point, it's okay that superpowers aren't the same as your child's. Ours aren't, it's okay. No worries with that. Now, after doing that, I also want to talk about an experience with my daughter. Now, my daughter's experience with arts and crafts. Now, I am not... A very good arts and crafts person, never had any interest in school. I mean, I drew stick figures that classifies as being good arts and crafts. Well, she's phenomenal at it. She comes up with all these contraptions. She comes up, makes all these things that I've never could imagine. And she comes up with, she's so creative. She's crafty like that. But again, I could have said, no, let's, let's do something different. Let's go outside and play catch or whatnot. I'm not going to stop it when something is really passionate for my child, as long as it's good for them. But I don't want to be that parent that's going to always like, well, no, you got to do this. No, you're going to go this way. Now we are parents. We are the biggest influencers, but we also got to let them grow. And that's super important. So this is a perfect opportunity to connect with them. Let them be creative and be witness to it. Be that parent to do it. Be excited when you see a child doing something that you never expected and praise them about it. And it's going to create a better connection with you and your child. It's going to be unbelievable. Now, parents, if you have multiple children, the unique ways of having unique individual children, if you have four, six, whatever it may be, different children having unique superpowers. I mean, how great of experience is that? Now, is a lot of work? Sure. I mean, listen, what's not work? You got to put work into it if you want to have success in life anyways. But when you have a big family, that's what you have to do. You have to be diverse. But I bet you it's a great experience to know that if you have four children or six children, again, like I said, but being able to witness each unique superpower. Now, some of them might be the same, but some might not. And that's a super, it's got to be a great feeling to know that. But parents, you're missing out if you don't get involved and be able to recognize your child's superpowers. What are they passionate about? What are they really good at? And don't wait till they're teenagers. Don't wait to find out what their superpowers are when they're in their teenage years. That might be disconnect. You don't want to have a develop inconsistency. Listen, I look at it this way. In a child's mind, Parents, connection, parents, love, parents, witnessing parents being a part of their child equals progress. If you want your child to be successful in life and you want to see them show progress, that's the important part of understanding the superpowers on day one soon as they are able to communicate with you, whether they're pointing, whether they're doing the baby talk, whatever, whether it's eye contact, if you're noticing your child's superpowers, witnessing it, I don't care if it's chess, I don't care if it's dance, I don't care if it's robotics, anything, if they're really good at it, yes, even video games, if they're really good at something, please recognize it. It's just going to boost their confidence even more. Okay, let's have some real talk here. So I got to ask a question. Do you look at school expectations, requirements, education-wise, do you look at it as a pleasure-slash-pain experience for your child? Is there a punishment if they don't reach those expectations? So, parents, let's be honest. School has a limited ability for personal growth for your child. Now, listen, this is not towards school teachers at all. Let's talk about the education system. It only rewards through grading. It's a grading system. Everybody gets a high, if you get high honors, you you get straight A's, right? If If you get honor roll, it's A's and B's, right? Now listen, I look at it this way. I look at myself, my graduating class, I look at people that were valedictorian, straight A students, always in high level one classes and so forth. I wasn't that kid. I was a B, C, and D student. Okay? Now, Does that mean that I wasn't going to have any great success in life? Was I told I probably wouldn't have much success in life? Uh, I was told by some people that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to amount to anything. But I know I proved a lot of people wrong, right? Now, here's the thing. If you look at it, teachers only have a certain amount of ability for curriculum to be able to expand on. It's really limited. And if you look at it now, if your child over-accelerates... Or under accelerates, then they're starting to tell you to go online. And again, it's not. This has nothing to do with teachers. This is it has to do with the educational system. You know, they're only getting to so much personal growth, and that's something that we have to understand. That the personal growth might not always be what we want or what the child wants. Are you going to punish them because they don't have any interest in, say? English or math or science, but they accelerate in something else that's even greater. What if your child loves science, but doesn't like math or doesn't like English or grammar class, but loves like home ec or, or, or being able to be in a trades and so forth. Let's be honest with it. Right. Parents, if you look at it, does going to college guarantee your child success, spending all that money on college, does it guarantee your child success? It doesn't. Does it give them a better opportunity? Yes, but what they do with that opportunity is what's going to make them. It's not going to be given to them. Like, I experienced a lot of kids that now they're young adults, they think because they go to this high-end college school and they think that because it was $50,000 a year and they're in $200,000 debt, they should be making $200,000 coming out of college. And it's not it doesn't happen that way. That's not where society's going. And if you look at it too as well, is that 82% of kids that do go to college they either don't do what they what, what courses or what major they went into, it totally changes. Look at a lot of the successful people that didn't even complete college and where they are today. Now, again, I'm not knocking colleges. I'm not knocking teachers. I'm just looking that we shouldn't be all caught up, in my opinion. Like, here's the thing. At my martial arts school... We reward students that they have, bring their report card in, right? Or the progress report or progress checks or whichever it comes in from the schools, right? I don't look at the A's and B's and C's and D's or F's or whatever. I'm looking at what the personal notes that the teachers know. Because the teachers know the ability of the child, Now, some of them just go by the curriculum and and just stick to the structure, but the really good teachers out there, and I know there's a lot of them out there, they look at the individual. That's what's great about teachers. They look at the individual and they'll notice. Now, again, some of them do, right? A lot of them don't. It's vice versa. But when I look at those comments, the ability to communicate with others, when they put the note in there and they do the personal information about, you know, such and such as, you know, learning better than they did the first part of the semester. Now they've really understand it. That's progress, right? They've really understand what's entitling them to get better and how they're going to get even better, even more is because their abilities is growing. Listen, it comes down to confidence when your child keeps doing the, the process, even though they might not like it all the time, or they don't like that course. But if they can continue to do it, they're going to get better at it. And if you look at this and say to yourself, wow, look at that, and don't get so caught up on the A's, B's, and C's of a student, right, and the D's, it's going to make a world of difference, and there's less stress for you, less stress for your child, because the unique superpower you're going to see is what they're going to gravitate towards, which they like the most. Now, I look at it this way. I don't want my kids to be super book smart. You know, this kid, you're phenomenal on the text and, and knows every part of the book and so forth. That's great. But then they end up being street stupid. I don't want that. I want them to be diverse, but I also want to know that, you know, the curriculum is limited for personal growth. Let's be honest. you are asking kids now that if they overexceed or over-accelerate, either take more homework on Or they make them go online to go on some other courses. You know, the curriculum has to be taught the way the school board or the, you know, whichever educational board or whatever it may be. And it's just a limited process. Your child has a superpower in the school. Yeah, it might be gym. They want to be active. That's how their brain functions. They like to work out and then all of a sudden it sets their day. Or they might be great at grammar or, or reading or math or social. It, it could be anything. It doesn't matter. Home egg, is fine. Great. And and they want to learn a trade or and they want to go to college. That's great. But it doesn't guarantee their success. But if you're treating this as a pleasure slash pain or consequences of punishment, when they don't reach that standard, well, what if they don't get to that standard? That's the thing. I like, I'll be honest with you. My wife, she's very knowledgeable. She went school, all high honors and so forth, high grades. I was not that person because it didn't interest me. I wasn't excited about that. I knew where I wanted to go. I had visions when I was younger, what I wanted to be, right? Yes, it's not always going to come out the way we thought it was going to, but at least you have the dreams to do it. You know, I look at this, superpowers comes with an open space, open mind, right? It's just not based off of memorization in school. Remembering everything doesn't make it be able to have an open space. If you're always worried about what's being remembered, look, the internet proves that parents, it proves that you don't have to rely on memorization. I mean, granted, when we were kids, we had to look it up on the dictionary. Now you have the internet. Our children have the internet. They have so many things exposed to themselves. They have so many things that they they can get into and they can go off that. So they don't have to worry about memorization. There's a proof of the calculator. The calculator wasn't meant for memorization. It was meant to be quicker, faster result. At the end of the day, we want results. We want our children to have success and have the results, right? So listen, his six tips for your child's superpowers to thrive. Number one, let them be curious. Let them experiment in things. Obviously what's good for them. Make sure, keep an open mind. Don't try to re them into where you want them to go all the times. It's always great to be able to see a child come up with their own solution or their own way of learning. Now, it doesn't mean that we can't influence them in a certain degree to help them get to that, but let them be curious, right? Have them write down five things that they're really awesome at. What are they really good at? Are they good at grammar? Are they good at cooking? Are they good at writing? Are they good at cleaning? Are they good at, I'll go back to it. I'm not a big video game person. Are they good at video games? What does that benefit out of there? What makes them so awesome about that? Again, we're trying to build confidence your parents, right? Then we want to talk to them about, you know, what are their proudest moments? What are they, their proudest accomplishments? What are they? I don't know. You can have them do three things. What are their proudest accomplishments are? Name three things that they're proud of. It could be anything. It could be winning the spelling bee. It could be winning the trophy in a sport. It could be getting recognized by their teacher. It doesn't matter. Or earning their black belt. There's so many things that are great accomplishments. Ask them what are the, you know, three or five. It doesn't really matter. But ask them what it is. Again, we're trying to build a proud moment for them. Bring up a conversation. Remember when you did this? Reinforce that positivity. It's super important. This is how you're going to get their superpowers come out. listen, Asking what makes them the happiest as much as possible. Like what makes them really happy? What is it? It doesn't matter what it is. I'm really happy mom and dad when we go out to dinner and we go to our special restaurant. I'm happy when we're sitting at home on Friday night after we've had pizza. Then we're going to have some popcorn and we're going to play board games. I'm happy that when I see you pick me up off the bus, I mean, as many moments of the, the happiness And sometimes it might not be something that we thought it would be happy. It's okay. Let them be who they are. It's super important to ask that, right? Also, parents, this is for us. What are they always super focused on? And be able to pull nuggets out of that. What are they super focused on? Why is that video game, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, that Pokemon Go thing. What makes them strive to do that? What is the challenge behind it? Instead of it just being a video game, again, I'm going to keep telling you, I didn't grow up big on video games, right? I was kicked out of the house. Get out of the house, right? But what gives them super laser focus? And remember the important part of when they tell you the story of what makes them super focused on it. Some people call it compulsive. Some people call it, you know, OCD or whatever. Why are they super focused on it? Why does it make it feel good for them? These six topics are important. And last, make them understand failure is good. Help them cope with the failure, parents. Perfection is a very bad word. It's not a word that's going to really help anyone. It's going to put a lot of stress and pressure. Listen, what we do in our uh, karate school is that we we talk about rate yourself from 1 to 10. 1 being the stinkiest and 10 being the best. Now, their goal is to try to be perfect every day to get to the level 10, but is it possible to do that? No. But what I like to tell them and my team likes to tell them is like, okay, we asked them the question, well, why did you get a seven today? Well, you know what? Um, I wasn't very interested in, you know, doing this musical note and so forth. I didn't like the instrument. Okay, fine. But finding that solution to make sure they can cope with that and understand that that's why we, we do this with yourself from one to 10. It gives them a sense of accomplishment. It gives them a sense of understanding to cope. Instead of them having a meltdown, crying. Oh my goodness, I can't handle this. I, I didn't get a 100 on my test today. Why'd you get an 85 then? Well, I misspelled the word. Okay, so now it's a learning lesson. Well, now you know not to spell that word again. Or, you know what, I, I, I didn't score the goal in my soccer game. Okay, well, why didn't you do it? Well, I kicked the ball on the, at the edge of my toe instead of, you know, with my heel, in front of my foot or the side of my foot. Whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. But are they able to look at it and say to yourself, okay, listen, I tell my kids, what's the definition of insanity? Doing something over and over again, getting the same result. Okay. Parents, that's where failure has to become in and be recognized to be able to evolve. So let's recap the six tips for your child's superpowers to thrive. Number one, let them be curious. Two, have them make a list of five things they're awesome at. Three, what makes them proud of their accomplishments? What what accomplishments are they proud of? Bring it up to them. Remember when? That's the question I you asked it, right? Then witness and ask what makes them the happiest, what makes them happy, what moment, what thing that they do is makes them happy, right? Next one, what are they super laser focused on? It has to be something. And last, make them understand failure is okay, but give them the coping tools to solve that problem when it does happen. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't cover it up. Don't buy them something. That's not going to help them do anything. All right? Listen, you guys make it a great day. Thanks for listening to Kicking It With Kevin, a podcast for parents. I'm your host, Kevin Oviello. Please subscribe and share to us, and we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Bye, guys.
0: You've just listened to Kicking It With Kevin. Kicking It With Kevin. Your child's journey towards conquering social anxiety and building self-confidence continues. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. If you know someone who can benefit from this podcast, share it with them. And let's help each other in raising our children the best way possible. Thank you for listening. Until, until next time. Until next time. Until next time.